Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Drop a letter on it. <laughs> oh shit! Twenty-five. <laughs> and then the kids have. My small kids are sharing an air mattress, so they're fine. My oldest kid has her own, has a bed, and then me and my me and my wife are on the couch in the fucking chair. But I'm like, whatever, because it's 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 not hot upstairs. But it's a little warmer because obviously Heat. the sun is hitting it, you know. He rises, yeah. Exactly. So like downstairs, it's a crisp fucking seventy three. So I'm just laying a box of shorts like a boss. Just, <laughs> and my wife's like, "Are you cold? You want a blanket? Fuck a blanket. <laughs> this could be colder. <laughs> I don't care if my my fucking junk shrunk about five inches. I still got seven left." <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Alright, welcome everybody to uh the Lazy Geeks Podcast, number eighty two. Yes. And uh and uh why you were all witnesses to that little <laughs> bit of information. Yes. <laughs> and actually uh, I was going to talk about that. Well, I'll talk about something else because I was gonna go into all that shit right now, but I'll just drop some bullshit about utilities that you motherfuckers <laughs> need to know. <laughs> Oh man, that's fucking funny though. Uh, yeah, so this past weekend there usually Adam has a couple of things he posts, especially new releases on comics and video games. Right, right. But uh, but all that bullshit that you just heard is the reason why that didn't show up this week. And special thanks goes out to Steve for covering my ass on now that shit. <laughs> Have you seen the new releases on Sunday yesterday? That was because Steve did it. <laughs> if you saw two article, two extra articles in my little time areas for Saturday, that's because Steve did it. <laughs> You're lucky I'm recording the podcast right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it, it this uh, so 
this week has been weird. It's like a weird week. Um, some cool stuff, but some like some bullshit stuff. This it's week. Some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Uh, one of the cool things was the Indiana Jones Blu-ray finally got an, uh, a release date. Yes. So it's the Indiana Jones collection coming out on Blu-ray in September. The best one is the newest one. I'm oh. just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> in my in my in my article for that, I kept writing the trilogy. And at the end, I was like, going, you probably wonder why I'm saying trilogy because this is the only one that counts. The very last one will be a very expensive coaster. <laughs> that's a, that's the same thing as um, Steve. Steve once gave he he bought the Superman collection on Blu-ray, so he gave me his DVD collection. He's like, hey, you can, you can take it. And he goes, it's missing the um, the newest one though. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about that one? As long as Christopher Reeves, motherfucker. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. The best part, it's sad because the best part of the newest Superman movie is the very beginning. <laughs> the intro where you fly through space. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Oh, when he gets shot in the eyeball. That's kind of dope. Well, that was pretty cool. That was cool. Was something but... you didn't get to see in the other Superman ones. It's always the same thing off the chest, you know? Because <laughs> you'd have to see him actually get shot in the eyeball <laughs> for that to work out. <laughs> uh, technology. Yeah. Um,. Those of you that have Dish Network already know this one. AMC's gone. Uh, That's some bullshit, dude. AMC, IFC, Sundance, and the Wii channel, which... Okay, so three of the four um, channels you care less about. Yeah, but that last one, there is a a rather large fan base for that one, too. Yeah, but none that will listen to this podcast. No. Maybe someone who listens to this podcast, maybe their girl. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're, the, they're, they're listening to this because he's listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, at, at uh, this past Saturday at midnight, which was early Sunday morning, AMC was going to go dark on uh, Dish Network and UVerse. But uh, late Sunday, they managed to uh, strike a deal with strike AT&T a deal. and um, keep that going. So Dish is still not airing it. So that means with Breaking Bad coming out in like two weeks, uh, Walking Dead should be coming out fairly soon. And then you've got, you know, Mad Men just finished, so lucky there. But yeah, you got Breaking Bad, Walking Dead, um, well, uh, The Killing, and uh, Mad Men. That's, that's a lot of heavy shows. But it's also expensive for AMC because you, you lose a fairly significant fan base. Yeah. You know. And if you lose them for too long, it don't matter if you get your shit back on. Yeah, because <laughs> then they'll like, stop watching it. Yeah, they're going, oh, I'll just torrent it, so, you know. Yeah. Or watch it on Netflix or whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as you heard from the very beginning of this podcast, I moved this weekend. <laughs> into, into, and I'm very happy about it because I'm moving to a four-bedroom townhouse. All my kids taken care of. Every Well, they don't all have their own room, but I got, like... Two boys in one room, two girls in one room, oldest kid has their own room, and I get my own fucking room, <laughs> you know, with my wife, and that doesn't count. Oh, I was going to so, say, she get her own room, too. <laughs> I, got a, I got my own room, and she sleeps in a fucking kitchen where she belongs. <laughs> As you can Close tell, my stove. wife my wife does not listen to this podcast on the regular, so I can talk that shit. Yeah, I'll actually then I say, oh, I should sleep in the kitchen, huh? Yeah, I know. So the the big bullshit is is utilities. Well, my utilities are paid, but um, <laughs> for I want to get TV and internet, right? So I wanted to get Cox Communications, which is like <laughs> Cox always makes yeah, I know, which is Time Warner or Comcast for some of you. It's cable fucking shit, you know. I like it because there's no contracts and the best internet is fucking cable internet. Yeah. 
So I can't get it because my complex has signed a deal that they can't get it. Like, and I, I always thought it was weird because none of those cable junction boxes were anywhere. <laughs> so I was like, shit. So I went to I went to them. They said, nah, fuck you. So I left. And then um, I tried to get DirecTV, forgetting that I owe them some cash, motherfucker. <laughs> so they were like, no, dude, it ain't going to happen. And I was like, all right, I'll put in my wife's name. Fuck you. And my wife tries, and they go, no, you're married to an asshole. <laughs> That's <not> Literally. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, fuck. So now I can only get... I can get DirecTV, but it's I gotta I gotta pay like two hundred on it, and then I can get it. So on top of the installation, but the thing the, the real reason I wanted to get Cox because I wanted um, cable in every bedroom for the kids. Now with cable, you don't need a fucking box. I can channel one through a hundred, no no problems. I don't have to yeah. pay any additional fee. Yeah, you but, just get a uh, uh, cable splitter. But with satellite. Yeah. I gotta have a box for every fucking room, and it's not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not paying six ninety nine a month times fucking five. It's not gonna happen. So, and I have to get CenturyLink for my internet, which is DSL, and I'm not happy about that either. So, <laughs> but the problem is, and my wife told me something that was very, very good advice. I'm not allowed to complain because I just moved into a four bedroom townhouse. That's true. After living in, I have five children and, and a wife and I, I was living all in one bedroom yeah. and I, I almost murdered them but we got the townhouse <laughs> <laughs> knife in hand just in the nick of time <laughs> That's right. and it might be 112 outside but my utilities are paid so it's 73 inside <laughs> <laughs> AC on all fucking day that shit never turns off it's always on it's gonna break wise I mean fucked <laughs> I know keep <laughs> doing the next podcast fuck it's 112 outside 123 inside <laughs> that's the only word I say is fuck the whole time so Adam we have to say fuck <laughs> oh man so uh Ali saw Magic Mike good for her I have no way. I have I have never not wanted to see a movie so bad. <laughs> it's funny too because like I was talking about it, I, I she could tell I had no interest in it, and she was like, "Yeah," she goes, "But I go, you know, I go. It's funny when guys see a movie similar but with all girls. It's like, oh, you guys have to try to cover like pretend like there's a plot to it and shit. And you know her response to Magic Might, there was too much fucking plot. Nice. She goes, there was too much fucking plot. And I go, yeah, that's what separates that from porn. <laughs> you know? And she's yeah. like, yeah, and all the dancing was in a fucking montage sequence. I want to see it in a montage sequence. And my, my wife my wife wants to see it. And she's like, but you like um, Janet Tatum or whatever his fucking name is. Um, because from 21 Jump Street. I'm like, yeah, I like him in 21 Jump Street. <laughs> I don't, want to see, I don't want to see him fucking dancing and shit. I only like him in 21 Jump Street. I've seen him in G.I. Joe, and he was horrible. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. But, oh, it was hilarious. He, actually, he, he surprised me in 21, though. He really did surprise me he in 21 He was really Jump funny. Uh, I was just, I was dying when I was watching that. But, uh, it, yeah, so I just thought it was hilarious. He's like, yeah, it was too much fucking plot. <laughs> I was like, wow. She she was ready. She had some scented oils with her and oh, yeah, shit. She was, yeah, she was ready to go. <laughs> Lit a candle. <laughs> like most of the chicks that were seeing that movie. <laughs> Only chicks. If there's a dude in there, take the man card. Just take it. And even if he's gay, still, you're just like, Still no, take the man card. <laughs> no, like, no, this is too much, dude. <laughs> you crossed that line. <laughs> there's no problem being gay, but damn. <laughs> 
because this movie's just silly. Uh, I'd, respe- I'd respect you more if you watch gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> In the privacy of your own home. At least wait for this to come out on DVD. Put gay porn on, on the projector. I just want to see everyone's face. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would notice. That's true. Yeah. Because, you know... Put lesbian porn on the projector. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is this? <laughs> all of a sudden, you put lesbian porn on the projector. All of a sudden, you see dudes coming in. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I know. Some pop porn and shit. Out of nowhere, dude. Like it's on for like less than ten seconds, and you got guys going, "What's going on here?" <laughs> you see, you see, you and I walk in. Like, is this the movie? I think it is. <laughs> We're all there to see Brave. Did we... <laughs> did we come at the good bit? Yeah, we did. Damn, this Disney movie's legit. They ain't even, they ain't even covering it up anymore. <laughs> Disney ain't even trying now. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> Disney now. <laughs> uh, I think on that note, I think it's time we dip into some news. Hey, real, real quick, real quick. I, I heard, I saw. I haven't read it yet, but I saw that. Uh, I just want to tell everybody. For those that have parents or like the Disney flicks, that one cat, um, shit, his name is Skate. Who's who's Peter? Who's the private dick that gets all the chick? No, <laughs> who's who's the, the Peter? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. P- Peter, our our contributor on the site, he um he did a review for uh, Brave. I just saw it was there, and I know that's the big movie right now. Yeah, it was actually you know. it was a pretty good, and he loves Pixar. Uh, and, uh, but I thought he was pretty fair on this. I mean, he was, you know, he, he, he said it was, it was good, had some upsides, but you know, didn't they say they weren't going to make any more princess movies? Uh, I think that was Disney themselves. It was like Disney, 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 not, but see, I dig, I dig brave because I'm, I'm Irish, but they're Scottish, but still my kids see it and it's similar enough. Yeah, that they're interested because my kids only see the Salvadorian side because we live in the Southwest, and I'm like, no, look, it's like my fucking culture was around thousands of years before <laughs> Salvadorian was. <laughs> the Irish invented chainmail. Fuck you. <laughs> we invented alcoholism. <laughs> we invented whiskey to get frisky. <laughs> Tell my kids. Yeah, I know. With a bottle in hand and shit. <laughs> Oh man! All right, now it's time to get into some news. No, hey, real quick, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, well, it seems that Flash is coming to an end in regards to smartphones. In any case, uh, Adobe has uh, been resting on its laurels for way too long, and it has left them in the dust, especially since Apple started implementing HTML5 on their iPhones. With the announcement earlier this week of Android 4.1. It seems that uh, Flash has an expiration date, and it's coming up fast. Android 4.1 Jelly Bean was revealed earlier this week <laughs> during uh, – I know. I, I, I thought Ice Cream Sandwich was the, was the bottom of the barrel. Um, but uh, when they reveal, revealed it at uh, the Google I.O. conference this week, uh, Adobe decided to let everyone know that their new operating system, surprise, surprise, has not been tested for it and won't be any – quote, certified implementation, end quote, offered, according to The Verge. Not that this is a revelation that comes as a great surprise to anyone, nor should it. They revealed sometime last year that they had no intention of getting into the browser market for 
um, smartphones, and HDMI5 has become the norm, especially since Adobe dropped out of the supporting Chrome for Android. Now, if you think this only affects people with um, getting Jelly Bean, since most phones don't even have ice cream sandwich, you would be wrong. Adobe has decided to disable fresh installs of Flash from Google Play starting August 15th. What does that mean? It means that if you haven't downloaded Flash on your phone, you better get it now because after August 15th, you won't be able to get it. After that date, only people that already have it on their phones will receive updates. I'm totally not surprised by this turn of events, to be honest. Adobe only has themselves to blame. The writing's on the wall for Adobe, too. Oh, yeah. Because if if this happens, HTML5 is going to pop off on all the phones. Yeah. And then it's only a matter of time until they go, well, this works out good on my phone. I'll just do it on my computer, too. Yeah. Fuck you. Adobe Flash doesn't even work half the damn time on my fucking computer. I always get that, oh, sorry. You know, <laughs> well, sorry, we don't know how to make shit. <laughs> it's okay. it's it, they're they're the same way as the app version of uh, Facebook. Yeah, they can never get that shit to work right. No, bullshit. Speaking of not getting it to work right, <laughs> the Wii U is almost upon us. Nice <laughs> <laughs> segue. Yes, and the one thing on everyone's mind is how much Nintendo is going to charge for the thing. According to a Japanese newspaper, the Yomori Shimbun, I think. Okay. Nintendo C- CEO Satoru Iwata promises the Wii U will be sold at a quote reasonable price, although he didn't give a firm price point. Um, we won't make the same mistake that we did with the 3DS, which was considered relatively high by consumers. <laughs> you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> If you did, if you don't remember the 3DS's missteps, the system launched last last March at $250. That price wasn't really working out for the consumers that wanted to buy it. The price point was cut down to 170, and that seemed to work out better. Although the main issue with the system was the lack of launch titles, um, but the price was kind of silly. I mean, if you really think the Vita came out at 250, yeah, and that you know had I mean? a lot more to offer than yeah. Um, Wedbush Securities. What? A Wedbush Securities Industry Analyst. Michael this is Pachter. an article that he's reading, too. Fuck, it's because I'm, I'm fucking mysterious. <laughs> Analyst Michael Pachter says the Wii U will have to sell under 300 at launch to make Nintendo some money, with the optimal price being 250 I can't help but agree with him on this. If the price is any more than that, it's not going to make much sense. Especially when you got the friggin'... The only people that are really going to want to buy the system are people who are ill-informed. <laughs> Which is hard nowadays. Yeah. Unless all your news is in Flash. Um, and then, <laughs> and then people want to buy it for their kids. Yeah. So you got parents who I think don't want to spend a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Especially- who are gonna go up to the shop, and if they don't have a Wii at the house, they're gonna see the Wii right next to the Wii U and go, "Well, that's one fifty. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. That's <laughs> the thing too is that, I mean, it, a lot of people bought the Wii when it first came out. I mean, they were having you know, uh, stocking problems, you know, in the beginning. And, and I remember that. But once they hit that first price drop, more people started buying it. Then the the, the 150 price drop, everybody that didn't even need it got it. Yeah. So if you think that the Wii U is going to sell it. And yeah, the biggest misstep was, I don't, you know what? To be honest, I don't really believe that t- um, pricing was that steep 
I think what it was was the backlash because of the fact that there were no major titles. Yeah, like you want me to pay 250 but you don't have any major titles out. Yeah, you don't have any Mario titles. You have no Star Fox, no Kid Icarus. You have you know, no Zelda. You have no games for me to go in and really play this on, and you want me to spend this much? Yeah, and and the price drop I'm, thing I'm, has been a strategy. <laughs> the price drop thing has been a strategy what? forever. Like yeah. they'll always be- look at the PlayStation Three shit. Shit, yeah. I might as well buy a computer when that thing came out. Hell yeah, but you know GTA Four, you know, and then the conjunction with Blu-ray. Like when I first bought it, you know, I bought GTA Four and um, Three Hundred first Blu-ray, you know. Uh, so yeah. the it, to yeah, I waited a bit. But yeah, seriously, I bought a lap. I had to wait a while before I bought my laptop. After that, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, unless you're giving honest, like, unless you're giving it honest power. I mean, if it's serious power and you have something to play, but from but the only thing we're hearing is that it's it's just as powerful as the Xbox 360. Which I think that's great. Yeah, I think that's bullshit anyway. Yeah, and the, but even if it is true, There's I'll give no it to difference. him. I'll give it to him. We'll, we'll assume it is. That's a what seven no twelve year old system or whatever. I mean. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh shit, the new Nintendo system caught up with the previous generation. <laughs> Yippee. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, I, they don't have any launch titles. Like, if we, if if E3 is any indicator, there's nothing going to be available for the Wii U. And, and, and also, too, they're going to make the even if they make the super powered Nintendo device, are they going to put any games on it that anyone who cares about super powered gaming devices is going to want to play? Yeah, because they'll throw out shit, but it won't it won't be games that. Oh wait, Arkham City is going to be on it. Yeah, a game that's what a year old by the time it comes out, <laughs> a year old. Yeah. Mass Effect Three going to be on it. <laughs> two of the two of the biggest selling fucking titles when they came out, so everyone's exactly. already played it. And the sad part is, is when they bring out Arkham City, there's already going to be the Game of the Year edition out. I know. And it's like going, yeah, now you'll have an external menus box with the Wii U. Ooh, whoop the freaking So now I have to look away from the screen where I'm getting my ass kicked yeah. to switch to <laughs> switch to, in a game that's combo combo based yeah. and, and timed. Oh, right. that's <laughs> you know, come on. Yeah, I know. It's it's oh god. This is just angers me. I hope I'm pl- I'm I'm pr- pleasantly surprised, but I seriously doubt I will be. Yeah, I hope it comes out and it's the shit. Yeah, you know, but I don't see it happening. Right. I think this system's gonna be a this system's gonna be a flop, dude. This is gonna be a Virtual Boy all over again. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. And I like the Virtual Boy, <laughs> and it's one game, <laughs> one game worth playing. Uh, all right. Well, uh, one of the saddest things I've ever had to report is the officially announced departure of Ed Brubaker as head writer of Captain America. In an interview with the comics reporter, Brubaker has decided that after eight years of writing for Captain America, it's now time for him to turn his life toward much larger areas as a writer. Since he launched the series back in 2004, he resurrected Bucky, killed Cap, put Bucky in in Cap's mask, and returned Rogers to the Stars and Stripes. Needless to say, he will continue writing the new series Winter Soldier for as long as it goes. Quote, this is going to be my only Marvel book soon, Brubaker said in the interview. I'll do Winter Soldier as long as it lasts, or I'll do it as long as I can last. <laughs> uh, because I don't know if, it, if it'll last, but I'm really proud of that book, and the second and third storylines on it are some of my favorite stories I've done um, for Marvel ever. Part of his decision to leave was the intense schedule that Marvel has um, on some of the titles. Gone are the days of 12 issues a year. Some titles go as long as... 18 issues in a year. 
quote, I couldn't keep up with that schedule, honestly. I knew it was, it was getting to the end of my run. At this point in his career, he's decided to shift his focus on what he would like to do as a writer, which is part of the reason he chose to step down. Quote, partly it's the beginning of, uh, beginning a shift from work for hire books. I um, work for hire to books I own instead. I hit a point with the work for hire stuff where I am starting to feel burnt out on it. Like my tank is nearing empty on superhero comics, basically. It's been a great job, but I think I found ways to bring my voice to it. But I have a lot of other things that I want to do as a writer, too. So I'm going to try uh, that for a while instead. He's working with writer Colin Brune, who will be taking over the series to help make the transition smoother and tie up all the loose ends that he's created during his eight-year run. I personally would hate to see Brubaker go, but I know that he would like to continue doing his own personal comics, and that, and that is a great thing for him. As a fan base knows his, as the fan base knows his work, they could continue um, come over with him and help him personally on his personally owned comics and give it a good boost. I will miss him in the pages of Captain America, much like I missed him in Daredevil. But my personal hope is that Colin can keep the magic going and not turn him into something none of us want. Here. Yeah. There's nothing more to say, really. It just, no. just sucks. I mean, I understand where he's coming from, you know. Do something for so long, you're like, all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm done with this. Well, one of the things, like, well, as when this podcast goes, one of the um, posts that I'm going to air today was a rumor that came from Bleeding Cool. And with some of the stuff that they were saying, I went with the rumor because it sounded logical. Like, after the whole Avengers versus X Men thing, um, settles down. They're, they said that the universe is going to change, but they're also going to do creative changes. And it makes sense because Brubaker stepping out of Captain America, their rumor is Matt Fraction is going to step up and uh, take over uh, Captain America or a new Captain America. Mm. And and uh, Jonathan Hickman going to Avengers. Oh, that's going to be the shit. I was like, oh my god, because he's stepping off of uh, Fantastic Four. So... I'm like, oh, that should be the shit. So we'll see what happens when that comes true. But it sounds pretty logical. Yes. Speaking of things ending. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, SCE on SCEE online producer Daniel Brook has announced that Sony won't be announcing anything Resistance related anytime soon. Um, confused? Good. That was my intention. I'm kind of bored right now. Sorry. I actually wrote that. <laughs> I think I was tired. Uh, speaking to OPM, uh, Brooke said that even though the Resistance IP was exciting to work on, work on, there are no future plans current. There are no future titles currently planned. Developer Insomniac Games announced earlier this year that they wanted to move away from the Resistance franchise after the third installment. The last title in the Resistance lineup was Resistance: Falling Skies, developed by Nihilistic Software. This, P- this PS Vita title met with poor critic reviews, getting an average 59 on Metacritic. Ooh. Honestly, I'm not too depressed to hear that there isn't a new Resistance game in the works. Sure, the series was great and all, and all, but don't we have enough first-person shooters on the market? <laughs> it's, it's refreshing to see a company decide to go out on top and not milk an IP until no one likes it anymore. I say go out on top because Resistance 3 was dope. Man. The the on the PlayStation Three that that to me is the end of the visit. The, the PS Vita bullshit is whatever, but yeah, the, the, I, I don't think anybody ever really considers the handheld stuff. To yeah, that's just fun offshoot bullshit, right? You know, unless it's the, that upcoming Assassin's Creed, which is dope <laughs> as shit. Um, but I mean, it's it, to me like 
I don't know. I read it and I was like, oh, it'd be cool if there was another Resistance game. But shit, there's so many first-person shooters on the market. Yeah. Like, just stop. Stop. You know? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Flip a table. I already did. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Comic-Con released all of their schedules for 2012 uh, this past weekend. And uh, coming Saturday, it looks like uh, this whole thing is – it looks like Thursday is going to probably be the lightest day. So get your browsing and save some energy for the weekend when it hits. Marvel is bringing Iron Man 3 to the con on Saturday, Saturday July 14th, and the panel will have Kevin Figg and special guests as, uh, to, as they provide an inside look into the ever-expanding Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that could be the time that we'll actually hear what are the other projects they are, they are working for in 2014, which we keep hearing about the mystery project about Black Panther and um, that other second untitled one that's supposed to come out that year. Porn. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, the Expendables 2 is going to have a panel this year. Uh, if you went to Comic-Con in 2010, uh, you got to see the original one. Everyone is expected to return for that one, including Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's yeah. actually going to be attending his first Comic-Con panel. So I can't th- believe this is the first one. Yeah, for him. Really? I know. You know what I mean? Like With all the movies he's done. Yeah. He's the shit. Well, he's got to do it because of the, he's got so much heat. He's that bad publicity, baby. <laughs> yeah, after being a governor. Uh, but uh, governor. This could be the sign that he is getting back into the film business after he stepped aside to become the governor of California. Lionsgate also confirmed that the possession and dread will be at Comic Con, but nothing firm is set yet set. As we mentioned last week, and on the website, didn't necessarily mention it in the uh, podcast which everyone, for some reason, just started picking up after we reported it, Firefly is, in fact, having their 10th anniversary panel. And now we have confirmation of who will be in attendance. As I suspected, Nathan Fillion and Joss Whedon will be on the panel because Joss Whedon has his own panel at Comic-Con, so naturally, obviously, he's going to be there. And when is Nathan Fillion ever going to miss Comic-Con? He he freaking loves Comic-Con. Oh, he loves it. But also Alan Tudyk, Adam Baldwin... Sean Mayer, uh, Sean Marr, Michael Fairman, and the rest of the crew of Serenity of the Serenity are going to be on the panel Friday the 13th at 12:30 in Ballroom 20. So if you want to see everyone there, and I know Adam is probably thinking really hard about Summer Glau being at Comic Con. Oh, I think really hard about Summer Glau on various <laughs> occasions. Um. You know, this is the one panel that that's got me going. Shit, I should have bought a ticket. Yeah, I know, right? You know, because I'm I'm fucking such a. Fi- I think Firefly is amazing because it's way more powerful and has affected so so many people in one season than most shows can do in like several seasons. Yeah, and like it's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's a couple of panels that. Um, after looking at some of the schedule, Doctor Who's coming back, but this time, you know, yeah. they're not going to ha- just have the Doctor and Amy. They're going to have Rory there and Stephen Moffat, which I thought was kind of cool. And they're going to preview um, some of the specials they have coming up for the upcoming season. Which I was like, ah, oh, I'd love to see them again after we saw them last year. They- you know, although I'm going to miss Amy, um, the more pictures I see of that new one, <laughs> got me thinking I'm going to get over it pretty quick. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I, I'm 
there's a lot of cool stuff that I think is coming um, that I would like to see. But yeah, like Firefly is one of those that I really, really would have liked to seen. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, this this year looks a little beefed up from last year. I I would like to see Dread. I really would kind of like to see that. Yeah. It looks pretty interesting. But see, the cool thing about not going is I can watch it online and feel like I'm sitting right in front of the table, <laughs> yes. which is cool. You know, <laughs> some of those panels we went to, I didn't know who the fuck I was looking at. <laughs> we were in Hall H, dude. Oh man! And yeah. they're like, oh, um. Kate Beckett saw hit the stage. All I saw was a black dress. I didn't see shit. <laughs> I was like, get the binoculars out. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> you wanna you wanna you wanna bring up some <laughs> some old wounds in this next story? <laughs> um Lulsec was a group of people who were involved in a number of high profile attacks against the gaming industry in two thousand eleven. Most notably would be the attack on Sony after George Hotz, the man who rooted the PS3, faced legal action. They were also known... Huh? And pussied out. Yeah. They were also known for annoying the crap out of everyone on the internet that wasn't a moron. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Jake Davis, 18, and Ryan Cleary, 19. Now, you shouldn't even be surprised at their age. I'm not. I'm totally not. (laughs) I'm surprised they're that old. Um... (laughs) They have both pled guilty at South Southwark Crown Court to quote conspiracy to do an unauthorized act or acts with with intent to impair or with recklessness as to impairing the operation of a computer or computers. In simple terms, they have both admitted to causing a lot of silly problems with certain gaming industry networks that cause a lot of grief. They also made a lot of dumb jokes on their Twitter account, but that's not illegal. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know, not, unfortunately, it's not an, it's not illegal to be a fucking idiot. And and the reason why I was so surprised they were this young is because it'd be one thing to make some pot shots on their Twitter account, but they basically like we are better than everyone. Yeah, they have that whole teenage I know everything and everyone's an idiot thing. Yeah. Um, no offense to any teenagers that may be listening, but you don't know everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're well, listening to us, you know that. That's the truth. <laughs> um. While they have both admitted to tooling around with networks, they have denied making available, quote, unlawfully obtained confidential computer data um, over the Internet, which is obviously a heavier charge. Um, now, Ryan Aykroyd, 25, and, unna- and an unnamed 17-year-old, of course, because, you know, he's a minor, um, were both brought up on the same charges but have denied being involved with FallSec altogether. This just goes to sh- goes to show you that sometimes those that think they are better than everyone else get knocked down a peg or two from time to time. I everyone knew that they were going to get busted. Oh yeah, not not because they attacked Sony. You could attack Sony and get away with it, but because they were, they co- would not stop. Sony's fucking this. Sony's fucking that. And, and, and there was there had to be a moment for that Sony boardroom right in Japan, the the good boardroom, the one in Japan. And, and and I'll translate it for you. Probably went like this. You know what? <laughs> I wasn't going to say shit. But this shit just got real. Fuck this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Tables fucking flip. And those big boardroom tables. You too. know what it was? Yeah. Michael Bay was brought in just so he can show that moment to everybody at Sony. Yes. He could put that camera move, you know, right around the board members. And then all of a sudden, this shit just got real. <laughs> <laughs> Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> that was the intro to that meeting. Yeah, <laughs> that shit shot I mean, bad boys too. I remember when Lulsec first 
hit Sony. And at first I was like, this might get interesting. Maybe they have a point. You know, they may, maybe they, but they just fucking just acted like a bunch of dumb kids. Yeah, they and, faded fast, and it became they lost a lot of support. Then it became of no, nah, nah, we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, and, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Twitter was like, you know what, I'm just gonna track this account. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, 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 this sound like my 12 year old kid. You know, we we know where this is going. Yeah. So Jesus. And then what was it too? They they were screwing. They weren't really screwing Sony that much. They were screwing everybody who uses their services. Yeah, and then they were going back and saying, "You guys are fucking stupid." You know, you know. Then they started going after gamers, and that's the but, real yeah, problem. Yeah, and then now you're fucked. You yeah. know, was, they they were like overweight, fucking fat ass people that play games all day. They play games all day. Yeah. If if they're if they're fucking tooling around with computers enough to know how to attack Sony, and they're this age. I guarantee Call of Duty is in deck. Yeah. I guarantee it. You know, so they're just fucking. You know, they screwed their their own people. Like I wouldn't be surprised if when they got, you know, if they go to jail or whatever, which they might not. They might just get fined. But um, when they get seen in the street, somebody's gonna fuck them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody with like an Atari shirt on, <laughs> just come and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't. I couldn't fucking play Gears of War a lot. Motherfucker. I want to download shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> that's how that's going to go. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, really quick on some new releases this week. Kind of thin, but uh, The Amazing Spider-Man comes out on Tuesday. I'm going to a midnight show uh, Monday night, so expect my review uh, Tuesday morning, and um, and uh, I, I'm I'm really hyped for it. I I'm I'm hyped for it because some a lot of the reviews I've been reading, not the haters, not the ones that are still bitter about the whole Sam Raimi thing, I, the ones that are saying we got our Peter Parker, we got our Spider-Man, you know, and. and you know the sarcastic, the, the just the wisecracking, and that's what I miss. When I read the comics now, and I, and I look back on on you know Tobey Maguire, not for any fault of Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, I think, was a good Peter Parker. I think he was too. Uh, but Spider Man didn't have that natural sarcasm like we see in the trailers. You know, like the oh my god, you found my weakness, small knives. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, a couple critics were saying. That it just comes off as he's being a dick. Like, it's not funny. And I'm like, uh, no, he was a dick yeah, he, to the bad guys. Yeah, and like Mark Webb said, he was an internet troll before oh, an internet troll. Oh, yeah. he was. And see, the thing – and I think they have to put it in a perspective too. The Spider-Man that we saw in the previous movies was in college, Yeah. right? The Spider-Man now is like really young. So he is going to be a dick about it yeah. because that's how teenagers are. Right. They make fun of others to laugh. You know what I mean? But like, when, not in a fucking evil way, but just, right. you know. But even when you read Spider-Man now in the comic books, he's still the same way. He's still like, okay, you know what? I'm going to fuck you up. We can go through this whole thing, you know, and talk shit even when he get his ass kicked. That's America, really. America. <laughs> you know? so, that's America. <laughs> it is. It's, it is. It's, it's one of the things that is inherently us. And, you know, and, and that's the thing. And, you're, almost, you're almost required in America. This is for our foreign folks. Um, which you get a lot of, actually. Yes. You, you're almost required in America that if you get into a physical confrontation at one point, you, before, after, during, you have to say a one-liner. Yeah. 
It has to happen. Yeah. It can come from a movie or something you made up yourself, but it has to be bad. It doesn't even have to make sense. Yeah. You fucking do that last punch. You hit him in the face. He drops down and be like, get off my plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will be like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you're getting your ass kicked and then finally you stand up and go, get these motherfucking snakes off my motherfucking plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> uh, on uh, Netflix, uh, a couple of uh, cool ones. Uh, the Decoy Bride for all you David Tennant fans. Finally coming to Netflix streaming. That came out in uh, theaters. I think it was very, very limited release, but now it's on streaming. So you can check that out. And also, if you love Undercover Boss, you can see it from every fucking country in the universe right yeah. now on Netflix. Hey, that show is kind of dope. It is cool, but you know, it's, when not, I, it's not a show like I'm like, I gotta fucking see Undercover Boss. Yeah, but. I mean, I like watching it. It's cool, but when I looked at this, the new release list and I saw uh, UK, Australia, and Canada, I'm like, holy shit. You know, it's like, how many of them do we need? Like, but, every English speaking country can yeah, see it now. Yeah. Now, another thing, too. This is required that you need to go to the store on Tuesday and buy this. Magnum PI comes out on DVD. Yes. You just need to buy it. It's Tom Selleck done and done right then and there. That's it. Yeah. You That's just, all. You just got to buy it. You don't even need to – even if you don't know what Magnum PI is. You got to buy just, it. Just buy it, right? Buy it, watch it, and then thank us. That's right. really it. That's it. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. The stash. Really. I mean the stash. <laughs> the only two that I have to add, because this week was really slow on my end. <laughs> um, I wanted to throw in the amazing, the amazing Spider-Man though, because I really want to see that. But um, Endless Space, which is going to be a new um, 4X strategy game in space, which is dope, because not enough 4X games come out. So you basically the whole point of it is you you start with it's like civilization. You start with your little your one planet and probably one ship and then you research technologies, you make more ships, you colonize more worlds, you explore fucking destroy other civilizations. God, that's fun. <laughs> so I'm really excited about that. Um and then the MMO that people have been waiting for, the Secret World drops and that's 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 going to be interesting. You're in like a realistic world like now like in cities and shit but there's supposed to be a world of like magic and fucking demons and shit underneath that world so you're dealing with that while you're in the real world so i'm, I'm interested in how they're going to play that out huh. um so those are the only two i got <laughs> i'm sorry um also the only thing i wanted to add and i was just watching this the other night um if you haven't bought it one what the fuck is wrong with you Ooh. And two, don't even pause the podcast. Run out to your local retailer and buy this. It's called Tombstone. Yes. The best fucking Western ever. And another point of fact, everybody that has a mustache or beard or some sort of facial hair was all naturally grown. Yes. So – that's it has the, authentic. Exactly. Every, it has so many amazing one-liners in that movie. You and I was watching it on uh, I was a Showtime or one of those. Oh no, it was uh, HD movie, HD net movies. Yeah. And I was watching it. And I'm like, going, I saw it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Tomb, Tombstone, I think, recently burnt down not too long ago. 
Oh, really? Like there was a fire or something. It might be a different town. I'm pretty sure it's Tombstone because oh, wow. it's in Arizona, which is where right. I am. <laughs> um, but that movie is the shit. Yeah. That's... Like that, even if you don't like westerns, yeah, fucking watch that movie. Yeah, I mean, because I'm not that into westerns at all. Yeah, I, I, I can. Yeah, westerns are hit and miss for me, but I fucking love Tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and burn through these uh, comic releases this week. Let's do it. DC Comics this week. Atomic Com- Atomic Comics. Ah, <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. Um, Action Comics number eleven. Uh, Animal Man number eleven. Batman Earth one hardcover. Yes. Uh, yes, I know. Batwing number eleven. Uh, Before Watchmen. Osmandi. I never could say this. Say it. Osmandius. There you go. Number one. Uh, <laughs> Detective Comics number 11. Dial H number three. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Earth 2 number three. Um, Ferris number five. GI Combat number three. Green Arrow number 11. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Number one of six. iZombie number 27. Justice League International number 11. Night Force number five of seven. Red Lanterns number 11. Smallville Season 11, number 3, Stormwatch, number 11, Swamp Thing, number 11, Sweet Tooth, number 35, and World's Finest, number 3. That's the This is the biggest week for me for DC Comics. That's yeah. like most of the yeah. DC Comics. Usually the beginning of the month yeah. has all mine. Most of them. Yeah. Uh, for Marvel, Age of Apocalypse, number 5, Amazing Spider-Man, 689, Avengers vs. X-Men, 7 of 12, Deadpool, 57, Fury Max, number 4, Hulk, 55, Infernal Man-Thing, number 1 of 3, Invincible Iron Man, 520, uh, Marvel Superheroes, number 2, Muppets, 1 of 4, <laughs> Punisher, 13, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, number 12, Uncanny X-Men, 15, World uh, Wolverine, 310, and X Factor uh, 239. Also, if you haven't uh, been picking up uh, Spider Men, I know I was always highly critical of that book, but I've read the first two issues, and I have to say I was wrong. It's really a cool, cool read. So if it when this week when you're picking up this shit, pick up pick up the first two issues. It, yeah, it's, and it's really good. Steve doesn't admit that he's wrong very, very often. often. Yeah, and that doesn't mean he's right most of the time. So. <laughs> Keep it real. All right. <laughs> in in Boom this week, Clive Barker's Hellraiser number 15, Fanboys vs. Zombies number four, um, Garfield number three, and Peanuts one of four. That, that'd be fun, man. Peanuts was the shit. Peanuts was the shit, yeah. In Dark Horse, we have Mind Management number two and Orchard number eight. In Dynamite. Dynamite. Damn it. <laughs> we have uh, Boys, number 68. It's like a boys issue comes out every week yeah, or something. I know, right? Um, Green Hornet, number 26. Kirby, Genesis, Captain Victory, number 6. Lone Ranger, number 7. Um, that's another one, too. Uh, nin- Ninjets? Yeah. Okay. Number 5, <laughs> uh, Robert Jordan's The Wheel of Time, The Eye of the World, number 27. Vampirella, Vampirella The Red Room, number 2. And Warlords of Mars, number 19. In IDW, we have Cape 1969, number 1 of 4, Doctor Who Classic Series 4, number 6 of 6, Dorothy of Oz Prequel, number 3 of 4, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, 180, Popeye, number 3, there's another one, Yeah. Uh, Rocketeer Adventures 2, uh, number 4 of 4, and Transformers, Robots in Disguise, number 7. When are they not going to be in disguise? Like, when are they going to come out? I know. <laughs> There's no need to Transformers, hide. Transformers, robots out of the closet. Yeah. An <laughs> uh, <laughs> image this week. Um, Artifacts number 19. Creator-owned heroes number two. Danger Club number three. Epic Kill number three. Hack Slash number 17. 
Haunt, number 24, Invincible, number 93, Morning Glories, number 20, Spawn, number 221, and Thief of Thieves, number 6. Ooh, nice how you went in. Oh, no. yeah. I want, to keep it, I want to keep it sexy. Yeah, you, know, you got it. You know. At all times. <laughs> uh, if you want to see a complete list of new releases, check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, every Sunday for movies, DVDs, uh, video games, and comics. So, I want one day for you to go, if you want to see all new releases, uh, to- a full list, then go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll hear the sound of me flipping a table. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so... This week we wanted to touch base on a little something, something. Something, something. Uh, next week is the start of Geek International, otherwise known as San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, yes. Yes. And uh, so over the weekend... So we'll I, have a lot of news. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll, we'll probably end up... Cover, we'll probably just have our main topic will be everything from Comic-Con. Because uh, there is expected to be some big news coming out of there. Sometimes uh, the show notes just write themselves. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, now, over the weekend, I posted a story, you know, five simple ways to enjoy Comic-Con. And uh, it it seems kind of vague when you look at it, you know, because – uh, and I, I read these to, to Adam. But it's just – it's basically kind of a concept, and it's just a, the easy way to remember certain things. And uh, because one of the things that, you know, I've been to Comic-Con is like, two years in a row adam was there last year with me and um one of the big things is just it's so sensory overload yeah you know you you, i mean not just with the mass amount of people but it's that i don't know for me it was like that that internal like sense of when you're stepping in there and you're thinking oh my god everything here is for me like doves fly behind you when yeah. you walk in. Yeah, you know, you can almost hear the angelic music as you're stepping through the the doors of Comic Con. And you can and you can always see cute girls in little mini skirts trying to get you to go to certain booths. Yeah. Hi guys. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and you can ask Steve most of the time, like, because I'm trying to focus on the plan, because we have a plan. Right, which is one of the things you guys need. You always have a plan. Right. So they're going to fuck you up. They're going to try to get you off your plan. Absolutely. Right? It's almost like religion. Yeah. So you don't <laughs> – you know, Businesses were like that. I'd be listening. <laughs> you'd always see me. They'd be trying to talk to me, and I'm not really looking at them. I'm kind of looking off to the side like, uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> shit. You look it, too long. It was hilarious too because like when Adam first went, he was like, oh, man, i got to get a picture of them. And I'm like, just ask them. And he's like – and I'm like – you might take a picture. Everybody will be like, okay, yeah, sure. Ah, you know, uh, you know, remember the first time they were like, you were trying to get the picture of the, those, uh, I can't remember. We have it on the website too. Those cheerleaders. Those cheerleader ones. And yeah. I was like, can we get a picture? And they're like, yeah, sure. And then after that, you're like, oh, cool. You know, it's like, no, fuck this. Click, click, click. I wasn't even asking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be polite. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> But over the course of those two years, I kind of realized that it's like, yeah, you know, there really are five easy rules to to ensure you have a great Comic-Con. The first one was energize. And now when I say energize, I don't mean keep getting yourself amped up. Energize. Yeah, exactly. You know, beam your ass to the fucking (laughs) Comic-Con. Because you won't need much in that department, but I'm talking battery power. And I'm not talking about like, you know, your media devices. I'm talking about you. Yeah. You know, because one of the things you're going to do is you're going to get so fucking hungry. You're going to get so don't, fucking... Don't eat the shit at Comic-Con. 
I know. We did that one day, and I was sick the whole rest of the day, dude. Yeah, it's like on your way to the con or once you sit on the hotel, hit the market. Get yeah. yourself some snacks to bring along. If, you, if your hotel has a mini fridge, cool. If not, get a fucking ice chest. Store that shit up because you did that, right? You did the ice chest bit. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and be sure to pack your stuff in your backpack because that's one of the things you're going to need to do is take some food with you because this will help get you through until you can get out of con and get a real meal somewhere. And, and to be honest, I mean, yeah, like when you're at, like what I have to say, and what I did too, and I was real smart about it. Bring the granola bars. Yeah. Bring um, bring the um, what what were those ones that I had? The fucking, I forget. I had this this really good like energy bar that that filled you up. Oh right. But then you're at San Diego, you're at the Gaslight District. Hit up those restaurants afterwards because they got some quality shit. Yeah, and, and you know, don't don't be like I gotta hit a Burger King. You know, bring some extra cash, man. Treat yeah, yourself, treat yourself, and, and yeah, hit up the gas lamp district. And and the farther away you get from the con and you get into the, some of those other restaurants, the, the the more the prices start to drop. Yeah, because some of those restaurants become you know affiliated by whatever else, but. You know, like uh, the zombie cafe. And yeah, shit. yeah. Like, what the? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know, uh, you bring some energy drinks with you. You know, I mean, you can you can bring shit into the con. Yes. Uh, you know, just you know, panel. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna trip. Like yeah. you you can bring whatever you want. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like many panels don't start till ten, but the lines form overnight. That's true. You know, I've seen it. So and eat. Yeah. One thing that we didn't do sometimes. Eat breakfast before you roll out, but don't eat don't eat like a big fucking greasy like lumberjack slam at Denny's. <laughs> like eat something like real healthy. Get some fruit on it, you know. Get get um your like carbs and shit, and you'll feel a hell of a lot better. Because I think there was one day I didn't eat in the morning because I woke up late, and that whole morning until lunch I just didn't want to do shit. I'm at Comic Con and I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> I was like I just want to go back to the hotel. Dude. Yeah, but I was I, I kept it together because you don't want to be a bitch you know? <laughs> at Comic Con, you know, of all places, you know. And, but also to catch a quick nap when you get a chance, any chance you get. But never the line, shit. Yeah, never do it alone though, because you could end up missing that panel or whatever. You, missing your shit. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you you wake up and your camera's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, you're naked and shit. All your shit's gone. Um, if you don't, if you don't camp out, then expect to get about four hours of sleep a night. Yeah. Every night except Sunday, because there will be extra off um, events off site, and you'll. You know, you will be, you know, you'll probably get back to your hotel no earlier than like one in the morning. And uh, then you have to take the shuttle back like three hours later. Sleeping will be a luxury you don't have. And uh, we did that you won't want every to, night. Though. Yeah. And we did, I mean, like, remember the one night we did uh, Comic Con? Then we went off and saw Captain America that yeah. night. And then came. We got like two hours of sleep. Yeah, we got like two hours of sleep. And then woke sleep. up at a crisp like six o'clock, got on the <laughs> shuttle. Yeah, we're on the shuttle at six in the morning. Then I think we got back to the hotel at like two. Then we're on the shuttle going back the next day at six. And then we had the Nerdist podcast after that. And yeah. Yeah, it was. It's. I think we had one night. Try to get one night where you're not doing shit because we did that that one Friday night, I think. And, yeah, Friday night we I think we slept like a full eight hours. Yeah, and uh, and that was that was a night that you took Allie over to that steakhouse and shit. You know, you you spent some time. I was chilling with your brother. We were just hanging out. Dude. Yeah, you know, and it was just it was one of those nights where it was just like, okay, we have a night for ourselves. Do whatever we want, and then you know get some sleep. But yeah, that that it's it, be sure to do that. Be sure to allow 
something. Don't feel you have to do the, everything that's out there because, yeah. you know, you won't have it. And also, smart thing, I mean, this is, goes common sense. Bring extra shit with you. Bring extra batteries. Make sure if you have a smartphone that's not Apple that allows you to have more than one battery, bring it because yep. – you know, that saved me more than one day because oh, I had um I had uh two batteries yes. for my phone. Yeah, saved me two. The video camera, two um two batteries. You know, it it does save you. It does help. You know. Um, so uh, another thing that uh, another simple rule is to go with what you love. And when I say that, I don't mean go with one you love. It's <laughs> decide. What is the most important thing? Like when you see a panel that has every person you you wish to meet, don't think you will be able to get to all of them. <laughs> if yeah. you see the line and the picture on the on the uh, if you uh, I have by the way if you click on the link on the show notes you'll see um, the picture that I use on the um, and you might remember that one. Um, Let me check it out. But uh, it, on the on the site I have the picture above on there was the lines at the starting point line for G4's Attack of the Show at Comic. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that pretty much tells you what you're in for. A lot of lines. But think of that. This panel had that many people. Think of the big ones like Walking Dead or the Big Bang Theory or you know even Firefly. Or even not one. Oh, Firefly's gonna be. You can camp out. Yeah. Um, the one that we had no interest in, but I know Allie wanted was the Twilight panel. Oh. That yeah. fucking thing was nuts. Like, <laughs> there were so walked, many people in line. Like, oh shit! Look at that. Yeah. I know, and it, it's just ridiculous on how on how that is. But to to me, the the best rule that I the best thing advice I can give you is think of the panels that you have to see, then start thinking about the ones you could live without seeing. We had a skip. The biggest one for me that we had to skip was the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, and that was because of fucking Walking Dead. Yeah, that line was – yeah, because the Walking Dead was right before that. Yeah, and it was – So the line was nuts, and it was outside, and I'm like fucking – I don't want to – trying to stand outside. Like three fucking levels all the way – we were literally in the marina. Like we were yeah. standing on a boat at the end I of the I could go fucking fishing. Yeah, from where I was, and and uh, and that was I got I got lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it was in Ballroom Twenty. Now it's in Hall H, uh, which makes sense. Which makes sense, yeah. But uh, so you know, and you all, and and this steps. This is one of the things later about planning is, um, you know, it was one of those things where yeah, you're you want to see that you're gonna have to camp out and do it. If you're trying to squeeze into, you're probably not gonna be able to do it. Yeah. Um, because uh, many times you'll have to sit through bogus panels just to get a good seat on the panel you want. Like Ali, we had to sit through the Glee panel. Oh yeah, for Doctor Who. Yeah. That was worth it though. You know. Those girls are fucking hot. <laughs> but like, yeah, like, well, when Ali and I went to Comic Con our first year, we had to sit through three, uh, rather boring panels just to get to the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. But never underestimate the amount of interest any particular show has. Uh, always be get up early, and it better be the one you wanted to see beyond anything or panel that rarely or, – or even go into panels that rarely attend Comic-Con like Doctor Who, which is going to be there again this year. Uh, last year was the first time they had ever gone to Comic-Con uh, with uh, Matt Smith. And that Doctor Who panel was the shit. There were people with fucking Daleks they made, dude. No. That was the shit. When Matt Smith called out that guy that cut off the girl, go, don't ever – cut him off like that again yeah well yeah like, oh, shit. Like, he was the man like because he was like i don't give a fuck where i am 
You know, because oh yeah, because it was a little girl yeah. asking a question, and the con. See, one thing you have to know about Comic Con, and and I understand because they're trying to keep it moving, but the people that are holding the microphone are dicks. Yeah. Now they have to be dicks for a lot of people. People be up to ask a thousand fucking questions, yeah. but there was this little like it had to be like six or seven years old, cute as a fucking button, right? Yeah. Asking her question. I think she was just taking too long. And Matt Smith was sitting there listening to her, and the fucking chick just cut her off. Like, nope. And Matt Smith was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Give the mic back to her. I'm going to fuck you up. That's yeah. what he said, quote. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he did it in, like, an English way where he's yeah. really polite, but he basically said you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. And, and it was hilarious, too, because he's such, like, the, yeah, it's groovy, it's cool, everything's, you know. And then you see, like, you're, like, going, whoa. And, like, people, like, was, like, cheered him for that. He it, got real too. Yeah, like, was, there was no smile on his face anymore. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, yeah, and it's fucked up too." But. And to me, that was one of the biggest. High. And the fact that we got to see him two two times, two days in a row. Like we saw him at the Nerdist panel, then the next day we saw him at mm-hmm. the at at, at the Comic Con panel. He and, made us a burrito. Yeah, yeah, he gave us a burrito. Him and uh, Amy Pond. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, as long as you stick with the idea that with that idea of going with what you love, you'll never regret any of the panels you have you sit in. Planning is probably the biggest thing that a lot of people think they have, but they don't. And I'm not talking about, you know, just like planning with other people. Plan what you're going to do because many times you'll get lost in the sea of geekdom that you'll lose track of time and people. Plan everything. Plan your meals. Plan what panels you're going to go to. Plan what you're going to do afterwards. Plan when you're going to go to sleep. (laughs) Plan when you're going to brush your fucking teeth. Plan – I had everything like – well, Steve did most of the planning because he knew, he's he's more patient than me to read over the entire fucking thing and figure out everything. But I was like meticulous about the plan, dude. Yeah, and also too, and it doesn't necessarily planning like what you're going to do because that that's heavily important. But plan what you're going to take and yeah. be careful with your technology, you know, because you don't wish to lug a laptop in your backpack to weigh you down because that's going to cause you some severe pain by the end of the night. Yeah, because I have um, an Alienware M11X, which is pretty heavy for a, a technically netbook. Right. And um, I left that shit at the hotel. Like, I was like, I can't carry it. I think I carried it the first night. And you were carrying the first that, day. And you were carrying that satchel? You, you carried yeah. the bag of holes? Oh, that's that's one thing I want to I want to tell you about planning. Bring a normal backpack. Yeah. Don't bring a messenger bag because I got that cool from Think Geek. I, I still have it, so I'm sitting right next to me. Um, the uh, bag of holding, and it's cool and it's big and it holds a lot of shit. But see, it doesn't erase the weight. <laughs> the um, the muscles in all through my shoulder to half of my neck were torn to shit for a week after the con. Yeah, just from holding that bag. So yeah. don't don't fuck around. Like make sure you got a quality bag. That's one thing I want to drop on it. Yeah. Plan like go buy a new one. Buy a fucking nice Swiss gear. Buy something really nice. Bring a fucking hiking bag if you have to. Just something really nice and comfortable. Yeah, because I uh, because they'll give you a swag bag, and that's cool for some things, but you don't really want to put everything in it. Uh, yeah, I use it as a laundry bag. Yeah, my uh, it was funny too because my when my brother went with us last year, he's like, "Do I really need a backpack?" I'm like, "Yes, bring a backpack." He's yes. like, and even after as we're packing, so do I. Yes, bring your backpack. Because you're gonna need all the compartments are great, so you can store your technology. Any like if you have a sweater, you may need to bring. Because sometimes with San Diego, it could get hot or cold. It depends on where you're at. Um, yeah. Also, how how jacked up they have the AC going. Some of those halls are cold, and I I love the cold. I mean, yeah. I just said my AC at my apartment 73, and I'm cool with that. But some of the I think it was um 20 
Ballroom 20 oh, yeah. was cold. Like, I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I, I was, he was super, co- I didn't he was, bring a sweater. He was covering the nipplage that was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, but, yeah, you know, and, and also, too, pack a little more food than you're going to probably eat because you never know. It, it, you know. Share with a homie, too. You might yeah. have someone in your in your group that's like, Shit, I forgot to pack my fucking little granola snack but here man i got a little extra for you you know yeah because you know and also too you know because sometimes like in um hall h you can step out into the little foyer and they have the little uh the concession stand but you never know when the line's going to be short enough that's right so always bring a little extra for yourself and uh but also when you plan your panels make a contingency plan because you never know when the line's way too long to get there that's where you know and actually in the blog i mentioned uh, Big Bang Theory, where we went there and the line, we were literally out in the marina in waiters because that's where the yeah. line was ending. And uh, we basically were like, fuck this. So we actually, at the time, they were having, uh, they weren't having much in Hall, in Hall H, but Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg were there. And we we're just like, let's go, let's go in the Hall H. Waltzed right into Hall H, sat down and spent most of our day there. But, yeah, and they and they were, it was awesome because they were just sitting there chatting. Yeah, it was it was so cool, wasn't it? Because it was just like yeah, a conversation. <laughs> I know. Uh, and also plan your shopping days. Uh, when you get to Comic Con, uh, they're going to have a lot of exclusives. You know, anything Doctor Who related, the Avengers, Star Wars. It will probably be sold out by the end of Thursday, if not earlier. But a lot of stuff. Sunday was legit. I mean, yeah. Sunday had a lot. The last day of the con. I mean, and it's quiet on Sunday. Yeah, because you have to understand that not everybody remember, gets Comic Con. So quiet is relative. Well, yeah, but <laughs> not everybody gets um the whole thing. They just get one day. So right. like Friday and Saturday is really fucking busy. Like Friday and Saturday is nuts. But then like Thursday was pretty chill. Yeah. Like we went we went in Thursday like pretty early in the morning and it was legit like it got busy but it was it was cool that was the day that we chose to look at um like we went over to the collectible shy show yeah and that was intense and then friggin um dc's booth was nuts oh that was crazy yeah and but that's the thing is like if you're going for the exclusive stuff like they're having that exclusive helicarrier that stands like four feet tall Yes. The Marina Hill, the Maria Hill, and the Captain America action figures. That you're going to want to get day one, if not preview night, Thursday. Yeah. But anything, any other cool stuff, if you want to browse the showroom floor and look at all the stuff, go Sunday. Because most vendors will slash prices because they don't want to take most of that shit back with them. Exactly. So, yeah, like Adam said, you know, if, if you're not looking for those uh, certain those ex- exclusives, Go out and chill. But again, if you're seeing Doctor Who or Avengers or even some of the Star Wars stuff, and you'll know if it's gonna sell out. Yeah. It's common sense. Like if you see something like um, anything, like you said, Doctor Who related, you know it's gonna sell. Go to the BBC booth and buy it. Yeah. You know, because it's gonna be gone on Sunday. Yeah, because one of the one of the one of the things is one of the posters I bought that had a David Tennant Doctor Who. Um, exclusive picture with both of them on the on the cover when they did the the end of uh the end of time i saw it there thursday yeah and i looked and i go oh ali would love that and i want one so i bought two that thursday i went back friday just to see all the doctor who stuff was gone so yeah yeah it's it's that kind of stuff especially especially if you're gonna if when was the doctor who panel it was saturday right it was sunday oh oh yeah yeah so a lot of times, 
the stuff will, will sell out really fast after the panel. Yeah. Because that, that got people charged up. You know, so don't – if there's – let's say the Doctor Who panel is going to be on Saturday this year, just for instance. Don't wait till Sunday to buy the Doctor Who shit. Right, right. You know, because it's going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday, that was the only panel we really cared about was yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, it was Who. the Doctor Who one, and then after that, it was just kind of whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the – the and also, too, um, the another one is network and socialize. Now – I can't stress this one enough because I'm not simply talking about networking to like promote, you know, whatever it is you're peddling out there, but this is a it's a good time to make friends. And it and when I say make friends is, you know, people that have the same interests. You talk to people in line. We've done, we did that quite a bit out there, yeah. you know, talking to people in line. If you're sitting alone, people are inclined they'll probably be standoffish. You have a, you know, some segue to start talking to them. You go ahead and start talking to them. My Ali made friends with this girl on the train ride to San Diego. Our first year there, she's still friends with her now. She, but she, but the cool thing about it is she sends her stuff that she finds about Comic Con, like any exclusive stuff that's going to happen or things along that line. That could save you a lot of time and trouble. We were making friends with drunk Canadian girls. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know Adam. Even even when one was getting a little a little too hammered, like almost didn't make the bus yeah. trip back he was willing to go take her back to her hotel and 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 help her as a public service yeah because that's 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 what he is because i want to show her american hospitality absolutely you know yes. and i respected that and of course I, I, I didn't do that yeah because i'm married <laughs> i wouldn't have been able to do that because my girlfriend was there so you know but you would have been a boss if you could have did that though. i know <laughs> like a, uh wait I'll be back, you know. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm gonna make sure everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and and remember, these people share the same passion as you do. So it's cool. It's one of the cool coolest places to be because everybody's just like you, you know. And and you you can start talking to people, and you you'll come out with really interesting conversations, and you know. And also remember too, everybody's there. If they're in cosplay, they're there to take a picture. They're not gonna sit there and go. Fuck you, you know. No, yeah. they're gonna be like, okay, they'll hit their pose, and you're it's it's cool. It's it's a cool thing, you know. And Hell, I saw I saw people taking pictures of chicks that were just hot. They didn't even have a costume <laughs> on. I get a picture real quick. Okay, click. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but all in all, you know, the 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 biggest the number the 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 best way to simply enjoy Comic Con is just to have fun. Yeah, it, it's the biggest thing you need to survive in Comic Con is just to have some fun, uh, and and. This is the moment we and we as a group get to have something that is exclusively our own. You know, it's it's something for geeks. And you know, you'll have people that will complain it's not ours. No, it's because they couldn't get tickets. Those are the yeah. ones that are complaining <laughs> about it. You know, I got tickets two years in a row, and it was fucking amazing. So obviously, you're not doing something right. Um, but yeah, you know, the only the, the a couple things I want to add real quick. One is, and I and I know we touched on, it, but I want to stress on it about eating. Don't drown yourself in fucking beer and soda. <laughs> Don't eat greasy food all, because you're going to put your body through the paces walking around. Not only walking, but sitting for hours and hours on end. Like drink a lot of – like I was steady drinking water. You know, just just drink a lot of – always keep water with you. Water's free. Yeah. Just go to the damn thing. Um, also um, spend – take a day where you spend some serious time in an artist alley. Oh, don't get yeah. don't get caught up in all the damn boosts from the big companies too much. Spend some time over there because that's where it all started, 
and there's some seriously cool shit over there. Yeah. Like, seriously cool. So, um, do that. And then also, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Um, oh, so you're, you're obviously going to go with a group. Because if you go to Comic-Con by yourself, that's just weird. Um, <laughs> respect the group, too. Like, yeah. don't be like, no, we have to do that. Don't be that guy. You know what I mean? Like, make the sit down, make the plan together. Um, don't, you know, don't be a dick about everything. Bring, like I said, like, bring a little extra food with you just in case somebody, you know, slipped up running out the damn, <laughs> running out the hotel too quick. Catch that shuttle, you know. That's right. And also, um, you guys all should have your hotels by now. Yeah. But, um, just for future reference. Don't get an expensive, awesome fucking suite. Just just get a cheap ass hotel because you're not gonna be in it. <laughs> you're gonna use it to sleep and that's it. Sleep and take a shower. Or record a podcast. What? Or record. Or record. Yeah. Or yeah. record a podcast. Yeah. Which a very did. sleepy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we got so loud on that one. Uh, like what And and if you can, if you can muster the time. Take an extra day. We did that for Monday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we just chill in San Diego because yeah. San Diego's the shit. Because we got there on Wednesday, got everything in, got all booked, went, got in line, and then had Wednesday night because we didn't get preview night. But then we took Monday to just chill. We yeah. we went – well, we went to fucking In-N-Out, and like the rest was just fucking chill we at the hotel. We did a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. We just fucking relaxed. And you know what, though? It was because when you come home from Comic Con, your real life is going to start again. Yeah. So it's nice to have that one day to just be like, okay, I just walked for four days straight. Let's let's just recuperate. Yeah. Let's relax. And that that was really cool. We went to some cool restaurants. There was a little Mexican spot we went up to. That was cool. Yeah. That was some good food over there, yeah. man. So like, realize that you're not only at Comic Con, but you're at San Diego. Yeah. And San Diego's amazing. Yeah. San Diego I mean, has a lot of stuff to offer there. Um, we, went to, we went to Walmart and I was having a good time. Like that's how cool San Diego is. <laughs> and it's summertime in San yeah, Diego. Yeah, summertime. San Diego, seventy something degrees. Remember and that the, breakfast in the morning we left? That's right. Yeah. And the, and the girls, they uh, they know it's summertime. Oh yeah. You understand? <laughs> so uh, there's if you're single and you go out Saturday night in the gas lamp district, oh, guaranteed oh. to get some action. Oh, my God, dude. Everywhere. Yeah. I almost ran into, like, several fucking street signs just trying to get back to the <laughs> shuttle. I also had, like, two pints again. <laughs> <laughs> Looking stupid and shit. These but, motherfuckers want to stop for ice cream. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, for me, one of the, if I can say about the con, would be, yes, definitely hit up Artist Alley. And also, if you if you're a comic collector, hit the comic section. Yes. Hit that centerpiece with a lot because there's a lot of back issue uh, stands set up there. They're fucking amazing. If yeah. I had more money, I would have bought some of those old back issues. That was uh, shit in there I didn't even know existed. Yeah, and you I was know like, what the fuck? It's, and it's, it's cheap. Yeah, too. it's some really really cool stuff. Definitely, you know, yeah, it's cool to get the toys and the T-shirts and all the exclusive that like Hasbro and Marvel and all of them dish out. But really check out the comic books because that's the, the that's the forgotten section. Yeah, and uh, really check them out. It's, Which it shouldn't be the forgotten section. But. Yeah. But you, you know you 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 should check them out and and bring some extra cash strictly for comics. Oh, one thing I want to add: if someone's trying to give you something for free, just take it. Yeah. Don't don't because I got when I got home, I was like, oh shit, I don't even remember getting this. <laughs> like there was a lot of cool shit. Like they gave a free fucking DC booth, man. 
yeah. free comics all over. Like they were preview comics, but a lot of them first issues. Like they were just dropping shit. Yeah. Like it was cool. And sometimes, if depending on the lines you go into, I remember my first year I went to the Nickelodeon line. They were giving out DVDs. Yeah. You know, uh, and so a lot of times, and some like I think it was Showtime, uh, or was the CBS. It was one of those. My first year there. If you, if you, Ali and I spent an hour going through the line, picking up new shit every time, and then getting back in line and seeing what else they were offering, and you know, like books and keychains and posters and just all sorts of uh, stuff. And but also watch where you're going because you sometimes we walked past Joss Whedon and didn't even realize it. I know. Ali was the one. Ali was the one that goes, oh my god. Ran over and looked at, and it was it was Joss Whedon. We walked by, we're like, fuck! I almost, I almost pissed myself. I know, and it was just like, what the fuck? And uh, and, and yeah, you know, and you'll see them walking over to booze or just kind of roaming around. It, it, it's, it's so awesome and so cool. And, and but most importantly, just have fun with it, dude. Don't make yep. it overly, don't military precision time it. But you don't want to go in there half-ass either and go, well, let's just see what's going on. No. You can't. You're, just, you're not going to see anything and you'll waste all your time. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, we go here. Oh, the line's too long. Well, let's go over here. Well, the line's too long. Oh, let's go in the showroom. You know, and and why the showroom should really get a day, like you should really spend the day because it's re- literally a five mile walk up and down each aisle of Comic Con. Yeah. It, it, you should get a day to, to at least check it out because we did that on Sunday. Remember, we were going all mm-hmm. the checking all the comics and all the free issues that we were grabbing. It's some- that was the day that I indulged and bought a greasy ass hamburger and yeah. some French fries <laughs> yeah. and still paid for it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and and so that's that's the biggest advice I could give you this year is just go have a good time. Remember those little rules, and and you and and you'll have a great time. Yep. And also. Post your pictures up on Facebook because that yes. makes your friends sit there and go, fuck you. That's right. <laughs> Especially if you have friends that couldn't get a ticket and they're talking that shit. I know. Like, yeah. Hey, man, I heard you couldn't get a ticket. Here's the fucking 800 pictures I took. Yeah. Here's what you're missing. Ah, <laughs> oh, dick. I think I broke my Facebook account uploading all the pictures I had. Oh, I know. I know. What do we have? Like some like 500 pictures or something like yeah. that, that we had combined a lot. <laughs> Uh, we we took some good fucking pictures too, man. Yeah, you can check them out on our Facebook page too. Go to uh, right. yeah, Facebook Ooh, that Facebook chick page. that was dressed like Harley Quinn. Fuck, yeah. just like the one from Arkham City. Didn't Allie? Didn't Allie take that picture for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'll take it. I'm like, do it, because I didn't have my um, my battery had died, and I forgot to charge the second one. <laughs> and, and I broke he, a rule. And plus, he had a major erection at that time, and that just looked a little yeah. weird. I was literally, I wasn't even on my feet. I was just, I was planking on the dick. <laughs> you know, it was, it was ridiculous. Little, little creepy now that I'm naming my daughter Harley. Oh, yeah. So I got to kind of back off that because that's going to be, that's going to give her a serious complex when she goes older. Oh, you're giving her to talk to her ther- therapist about yeah. later in life. Like, he's like, I don't know if she's trying to talk to me or if dad's just jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> To me, all fucked up. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. On that note, I guess uh, we pretty much covered about Comic Con. Wow, we're running long today. Uh, but uh, yeah, no douchebags this week. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's time to hit some uh, douchebag runner-ups. Yes, and I'm first on that list, mm-hmm. ain't I? Mm-hmm. And I'm procrastinating because I didn't have it open. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so. Hi-Rez developed 
uh, Hyra's developed title Smite has come under some some fire recently from an interesting source. The Universal Society of Hinduism <laughs> is ca- is calling for the images of certain Hindu gods to be removed from the game. Smite allows you to choose from a selection of gods to fight in an online battle arena. The USH president, um, Rajan Zed, demands the hi- that Hi-Rez removes all likenesses of Hindu gods from the game, claiming the gods that millions of people across the world worship seriously. Um, claiming the gods that are not taken seriously, I'm sorry. Um, a big issue with Zed is... I love his name, Zed. <laughs> <laughs> a big issue with Zed is how the game gives you control over the gods themselves, saying that the faithful instead give themselves to the gods, like every other religion. Um, He believes giving control over the image of a god to a human being disrespects the position of the god in the real world. Um, Quote, Smite includes deities inspired from a diverse and ever-expanding set of pantheons, including Greek, Chinese, Egyptian, and Norse, said Hi-Rez Chief Operating Officer Todd Harris. Um, Hinduism, being one of the world's oldest, largest, and most diverse traditions, also provides information toward deities in our game. In fact, given given Hinduism's concept of a single truth with multiple physical manifestations, one could validly interpret all the gods and the all the gods with Smite to be Hindu, and all gods outside of Smite as well. Ponder that for a minute. Anyway, <laughs> going going forward, Smite will include even more deities, not fewer. Um, Hi-Rez is sticking to their guns, and I agree with them. I, I mean, no disrespect to Hinduism or any other religion, but I think Zed needs to lighten up. I don't think any of these gods are going to care about a little fighting video game from Hi-Rez. Um, now, this could this could have easily been an epic of the week for Hi-Rez's comments. Um, like, with a monsoon of respect. Right. Because I, I just watched Couples Retreat. Um, the... <laughs> I understand that they take these gods very seriously. I understand they worship them, stuff like that. But this video, it's it's just a game. Like you can't you can't put your values onto everything else, and you also can't demand yeah. that someone just because. And he's not demanding that any other gods gets taken off. Right. Just you know, the so Hindu he, ones. he doesn't he doesn't care about the overall disrespecting deities. He just cares about his little section. Which in itself devalues his fucking comment. You know, it's like, well, if you care so much about it, why don't you care about anybody else? You know, obviously from his point of view, because he thinks everyone else is a fucking idiot. But I I just, I don't know. I want someone to be like, hey, I worship the ancient Norse gods. (laughs) You'd be taken out. (laughs) I'm not not having it. But like, you know, I respect Hinduism. It's, It's very old and ancient religion. But, and I'm sure that probably most Hindus could give a flying fuck about this game, but I think he needs to calm down. You know, and he's a douchebag of the week for being a douchebag of the week. <laughs> <laughs> he's a douchebag for being a douchebag. douchebag. Uh, so my, my, uh, my runner up for douchebag, I titled this one. Uh, yeah, very mature, man. Uh, there are many times when you come across something on the internet that is so stupid that you have to pray that it isn't true. Unfortunately, this story is. When the internet is in the immediate um, is an immediately instant social experiment gone awry, many unflattering pictures manage to make their way onto websites of virtually any type. We have posted even some, we have even posted some here just to be funny. But it would seem that Miami Heat minority owner uh, Ronan Katz 
doesn't have a sense of humor as he is suing Google and a blogger that posted a rather unflattering picture of him. The photo shows Katz, according to CNET, standing, quote, outside um, courtside during a basketball game with his eyebrows raised, chin tucked in and tongue hanging out, this, out, out to the side, end quote. That is a one in a million picture, and you're going to tell me that he doesn't have worse pictures from back in his college days. Katz mm-hmm. is suing and um, suing on the argument of copyright infringement, but he um, but also wrote in the complaint that the photo is quote partially distorted due the un- to due to its unflattering nature. Unquote. He's suing a blogger that posted the photo and Google for not taking the photo down. You might think that it is a stupid lawsuit, but it appears to be one in a long line of disputes Katz has had with this particular blogger, who runs a blog dedicated to the sole purpose of exposing Katz and his alleged shady commercial real estate operations, among other stuff. So this is something that is most likely will be thrown out as he is a public figure and in a public venue, copyright protection doesn't apply. The Google, the reason Google is being sued um, is because Katz apparently served a digital millennium copyright act notice with a request to remove said photo. According to the article, Google receives millions of requests per month and says it grants only 97% of the request. It appears that Google came to the same conclusion as I did. You are a member of public. You are in a public venue, so there is no such thing as copyright violation. This almost hurts me. <laughs> it's like, wow, dude. Fucking stupid, dude. Yeah, but this, this, the, our douchebag of the week, I think, is even more stupid. You know? Uh, our our douchebag of the week... For those of you that, that that might recognize the name Peter Berg, uh, I titled this one on the website: "If your movie fails, blame the Avengers." Once one of the greatest things in the movie business is when you have a movie that outperforms the biggest it, the biggest expectation. In this case, let's say the Avengers, it gives lesser directors a chance to blame their cinematic failure on the fact that a certain film ruled the cineplex. That failure in this case would be Battleship. And Peter Berg is taking full advantage um, of that first point. In a recent interview with MTV News, he blamed the Avengers for his film's poor showing in the United States. Quote, the, the movie kicked butt in, um, internationally, but we kind of ran into, the, into a wall when the Avengers refused to go away, Berg said in the interview. Quote, the Avengers outperformed everything. It's impossible for Battleship to get any oxygen. I would have loved for it to come out three weeks before the Avengers domestically like it did internationally. End quote. In all honesty, the film wasn't a complete failure. It did manage to bring in some $235 million worldwide, but only $63 million came in from the U.S. The only reason the Avengers became the juggernaut is simply due to the fact that, the, that movie studios were ushering out crap after that release. During the trailer for the movie, which was attached to the Avengers, I hadn't heard a groan... Uh, I hadn't heard that many groans in an audience since M. Night Shyamalan's last movie. I, be- I mean... He believes that everyone that went, um, he believes that everyone that went to and saw the Avengers turn around and see his movie, they would make a sequel. However, he needs to remember that people that the people that did see it gave it a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes, and let us not forget the bad word of mouth. Even my girlfriend saw the film, and she likes anything. She said it wasn't the worst movie in the world. However, the biggest glaring issue of many people was the fact that there were aliens in it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember aliens in the board game. 
I don't either. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man, come on. That's like the go-to. Like, well, yeah. who's going to be the bad guy? Aliens. Yeah, we'll just make it Because aliens. you can make aliens anything. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't hear anyone from the Society of Alien Rights complaining. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. You know? Um. So, on to the epic of the week. Now, this epic is just for keeping it real, to be honest. And the uh, the one is Origin, the um, EA's uh, online distribution shit. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty common knowledge that Origin and Steam don't get along. Both compete for the digital distribution crowd in very similar ways. And while Origin may be the new kid on the block, it's showing that it certainly isn't a pushover thus far. EA's senior vice president of global e-commerce, David DiMartini... I like that last name, Demartini, right? Um, Has come out to say that EA has clear plans to make Origin a better service than its competitors, namely Steam. (laughs) Demartini said, the only way you get to the innovation is to have other people try to do a better version of what someone has previously done. I I didn't expect to be able to out-feature Steam within the first 12 months, but I'm, ve- I'm quite optimistic we will differentiate ourselves as a service. We've built the foundation, and now we are starting to add value to the service off of that foundation, he added. Demartini Mar- even draws a comparison to Facebook and MySpace, saying, if MySpace had stayed the one answer in social networking and no one switched to Facebook, then we'd all be stuck on MySpace right now, and we wouldn't have had the Facebook phenomenon. While Demartini says what Demartini says makes sense, although the Facebook versus MySpace comparison may be a bit of a stretch, EA should plan to outshine Steam, being being that it's the ser- the service's major c- competition. But admitting it's not going to come at the snap of a finger is an obvious reality. EA is pretty dedicated to Origin, and hopefully that dedication reflects results. Um, I put him as the epic because he could have easily came out and said Steam's in more words, but he could have said Steam's a piece of shit. You should switch to Origin now, right? You know, but he didn't say that. He said we're not we're not up to par with Steam right now, you know, but we will be, and our plans are to exceed it. So it's almost like he's telling Steam we're coming. <laughs> Better fucking get ready. But I like I just I just liked it. I liked how he worded it. I liked how he um, you know, he says it's gonna take it's gonna take time, and he gave a realistic time, twelve months. Yeah, you know, I mean, he didn't say, oh, in fucking next week, you know, and then, oh, it's delayed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. He, he is the epic of the week for keeping it real. Uh, all right. Well, really quickly, uh, we're going to go through some co- site comments this week. Uh, first one's yours, actually, from the... Oh, from Anonymous. They're uh, back again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the Hinduism is not too happy about the game Smite article. Um, can someone inform this moron that it's just a fucking game and has nothing to do with religion or Hinduism? Um, I agree. <laughs> uh, BMJK2, or 2K, ooh. Ooh. Uh, Doctor Who's uh, new episode gets a title. Based on the description and now the title, I am excited for this episode, but I, uh, but I do think that it's time to retire the Daleks for a while. Uh, I agree, but if you remember last season... There weren't any Daleks, and no. actually, last season Stephen Moffat had decided that he was going to keep the Daleks out for a little while, for at least a season. So um, we kind of had it. So I guess that you can only keep them out for so long. Yeah, they uh, are pretty persistent. Yeah, uh, this last one is actually for Stephen, our contributor. 
uh, account keeping plus uh, in the regards to the featured podcast of the week, uh, Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Uh, great blog. I'll be looking up uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, one, uh, the reason I, I brought this up because one was a positive comment, which he got a slew this week. Uh, he does have this uh, feature that comes out every Wednesday, and it's a featured podcast of the week. And he takes a podcast that he listens to, um, that he listens to or discovers, and then writes a review on them. So if you're ever looking for new podcasts or you know off the wall, offbeat, some indie ones, and of course some um, some big ones like from the Nerdist or whatever, he does write them up, and uh, they're really good. Like they're they're they not only tell you what they are, but he tells you where you should start from and, and some of the key ones you should listen to. It'd be nice if the Lazy Geeks was featured. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. A little, little, a little self-serving, wouldn't it? Yes, and I don't care. <laughs> no shame. Yeah, there you go. But every Wednesday, his uh, his new one comes out, and he's got a couple of good ones this, um, in the last month that he's been doing it. So definitely check it out on the podcast, on the website. Uh, so, Yeah. I guess that pretty much rounds us up. So before we head out, we want to remind you that you can read about all the stuff we talked about and more. All you have to do is check out our website, thelazygeeks.com. Check out my personal blog, when this has happened to me.wordpress.com. I'll be sure to write a new blog soon. <laughs> it's been a little bit. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook and add us to your circle on Google+. It's nice to see new people get adding that. Um, uh, adding us to their circles and uh, liking us on Facebook. It always brings out, you know... Little, it's a, a tear to the eye, you yeah, know? It's the cockles of the heart. Oh. Yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter, at the Lazy Geeks. You can follow me, at Lazy underscore Nomad, or Adam over there, at Lazy underscore Sapien, uh, whenever he's on there. Uh, hey! <laughs> you can even email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube page. And the Lazy Geeks theme is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out, so please be sure to leave a comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. And uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week, peace out. Uh